Dan's Driving Double Feature presents 70's Friends of Frankenstein, Episode 4. A minute-by-minute podcast covering 1973's Blackenstein and Frankenstein 80. I'm your host, Dan. Hello, everyone. Uh, we start off, right the moment, we're still starting off with Blackenstein, and then we're going to the Frankenstein 80. And when we talk Blackenstein, we are... I'll talk very briefly about the theatrical. We are, as always, we are watching the video version. Uh, which is, yes, not as good as the theatrical, but about the same length as Frankenstein 80, so it works out in the end solely for the podcast. Now, this minute in both of them, you know, the plane lands, and, and we see a young woman get out of the plane and walk through the airport, and we hear a woman singing, and the the theatrical ends with her getting in a car and we see her driving up in what looks like, if, if it's Hollywood, the Hollywood Hills. And um, the last credit we see is written and produced by Frank R. Celetary. And but we don't. We, but that's not. I'm not going to go into that because that that doesn't happen in the 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 home, uh, the home the home version. So so let let me um let me let me play you what's happening in this minute of the home video the video version. And remember, yeah, a plane a continental plane is landing and music has begun. What have I done? Have I been wrong? Friends, I have none and troubles so long. And adding to the misery, I can't find no one to love me. Sometimes I cry I don't want to think Why must I try I wonder will this always Alright, so I am going to go through Since there are credits in it I am going to go through it um, I don't and, 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 and if this Um if, if this is the first of my minutes by, by minute podcast you've listened to, I don't go through, like, sit here and play the minute and, and talk about it. I, I, um, I, I go off of what I've just seen. But when there are credits, I like to read the credits. So there's a plane landing and a, a woman is singing. They do seem to be taking a bit of time really sort of milking the fact that the plane is, like, turning around on the runway. I don't need, know that we need that much. But we do get a, a credit here with Jim Kosar. Bob Brophy, Beverly Haggerty, Dale E. Bach, Cardella De Milo, who we're hearing singing, Andy C., who we will see do a little uh, comedy later on, Daniel Foire, Don Brody, and Jerry Suchet. Suchet. And um, some of these people we will talk about, some of them we won't. Mainly Andy C. and Cardella uh, is who we'll be talking about. So the plane finally stops, and we fade to the woman, the young woman, uh, the yellow dress is the one we're watching, and she gets off the, um, and you can sort of tell that it's 73, uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you can tell that it's sort of 73, and, and mini skirts are beginning to drop down again, because, um, 
if this were 71 or 72 or 70, the miniskirt would be like mid-thigh, maybe even higher. But now it's right above her knee. I don't even know that it's a miniskirt. It's not a skirt. It's a dress. Um, the dress she's wearing is right above the knee. So so um, you could tell it's 73 because that's what happened. 73 is, is when um, skirts and dresses went from like up way high in the thigh to right above the knee or around the knee. Executive producer Ted Tetrick, who always used to wear his skirt uh, around the knee i don't know what airport she's going into here it does to me it looks like uh, it looks like burbank airport I, I i can't say for certain maybe we'll see later on just because um there is a portion of burbank airport where it it says it's like a gate but it's actually just walk out onto like the um the, the not quite like walking out like um Steve Martin in, in plane series and automobiles walking out onto the runway but like like you you just kind of um step out onto the runway and i know what you're thinking if if any of you are from smaller towns and stuff with smaller airports oh we have that all the time you know if you're listening from Hooterville for example oh that's the way it works but it's funny to see in Burbank because um in in Burbank you get Many of the, you know, many of the gates are regular airplane style gates where you walk down a tunnel and get on a plane. But then sort of the deeper you go into the airport, the more you get to these. I I forget. I went to Houston or, or somewhere or other on a plane and I was like, so we just go out the door here and that's she just this woman just came right in through that door. So I, I don't know that this is the Burbank airport. Maybe we'll find out in the next minute. But if it's L.A., I mean, if it is shot in L.A., and I believe this was shot in L.A., it's either LAX or Burbank, and that, I don't think that's LAX. So we'll see what's happening here. So she's walking a bit. Did I mention Ted Tetrick? And we get some nice spazzy, at the, the, the minute ends with some nice spazzy camera moments, which are, I think, are pretty much just in the video version. Where the camera's over here, and then it's over there, and it looks down at her feet. And that's the end of the minute. So, so nothing much happens here, but we do see in in the video version, we know because we saw this woman with Dr. Frankenstein, she, you know that she's going to see Dr. Frankenstein or or, the, or at least the, the sort of mad scientist who was in that weird place, weird lab, laboratory. In the, in, the, in the theatrical, this is the first time we see her. So we don't know who she is. She, we think she might be Ivory Stone um, because she was, that was the first female name in the credits. And so, yeah, she's in this airport, and she's going somewhere or other doing something as uh, Ms. DeMilo sings uh, with one of my favorite lines ever, which is, Sometimes I drink, sometimes I cry. Yeah, you and me both, baby. And sometimes we do them at the same time, right? I, I know that was in my review from, from the last episode, but I do I do love that moment. There's, there's not much that goes on here. The, the plane lands, we get an, another credit, and we get the executive producer credit, and we see the more or less the leading lady um, walking through an airport. She doesn't get any fist fights, nothing crazy happens. She just walks through an airport, and I make a guess about whether or not it's Burbank or not. It could be. So um, so there's not much going on in this, so I, I won't belabor the point here. And we'll go into Frankenstein 80, which is in the midst of some credits itself. If you remember, the monster is standing at the t top of some steps. There's a fun bit of music playing. There's some apples in the foreground. And um, credits are rolling. Listen to this. <laughs> Thank you. 
Give me a hand with this stretcher, will you? All right, so we're beginning in the same spot we did last time with that freeze frame with the monster there. And uh, I've actually, I'm actually standing up. I just wanted to stretch my legs. I've been sitting in a chair recording for a while. So I'm going to read you credits while I'm standing up. We get director of production, Benedetto Graziani. Thank you, Benedetto. Story by Ferdinando de Leone. Screenplay by Ferdinando de Leone and Mario Mancini. These are all great names. It doesn't... Somehow you don't think the film's going to be as sleazy as it is. These seem like pretty... um grand names Enzo Micarelli is the editor you know just thinking should I linger more on the um, kidney being removed mm, I don't know yes do it give me two more seconds of that Enzo you got it director of photography Emilio Variano music Daniele Patucci music publisher not quite spelled right Cam C-A-M Cam are the um the folks they did the um they're, they they had a music library. Um, uh, pieces. The music from Pieces comes from Cam. And you'll see that sometimes where um, you'll have someone, Daniele Patucci, did the music and the publisher is Cam. And Cam uh, will, um, I guess, uh, you know, lend out that uh, music to other movies that want to use it. This None of this music pops up in Pieces, by the way. Special effects, Carlo Rambaldi. Really? Wow, okay. We could talk about Carlo We'll talk about Carlo next time. English version, Hollywood Synchron. I don't know what that is, but it's my favorite thing ever. Uh, next up is director Robert Oliver. Oh, the director of the English version. English script, Frazier Rippy. Mix, Studio Venus and Laboratory, Technicolor. Director Mario Mancini. Thank you, Mario. And and basically the rest of the minute, I've got, I've got it playing right here. I'm going to sit down. Uh, the next few seconds are you see a woman um, kind of looking up from another area of the steps down at the woman who's had her something removed from her side and is dead on the ground screaming. And it's odd because the first time you see her, she's like, she's in a space, like she's coming down the steps and she looks through this space in the stone and screams. But then the second time you see her, she's like rubbing her face and the the exposure on her is different than it was in the first shot. And she seems to be like in the middle of the woods or something. So I'm not sure what that's about. But then we immediately cut to an explanation for the slightly odd opening minute with the man who seemed to have no... Um, fingers on his hand and we see we see a car accident and a bunch of people assembled around and we see a doctor checking the pulse of the man with no fingers more or less on his hand saying he's got a chance you know they're gonna bring the ambulance and um uh, they they got a good bunch of gawkers around there, and the the minute ends with a great shot of where you see like three of the gawkers. The second gawker looks rather familiar, and uh, but but you see the uh, you see these gawkers looking down, and just um it's it's funny with like like some films can make anything sort of stylish, and some films can make anything funny, and some films can make anything scary. For some reason here. Like like the cut from the shot of the woman screaming as you see this kind of um, disheveled woman with like her side removed, um, cutting to like a guy with no hand, um, and these weird looking people. Just everything seems sleazy. I don't know why everything just seems sleazy, and um, 
and I love it. I just love it to bits. So, so we know now from the opening moment where we saw the guy with no hand driving the car, he got in an accident. Where did he get in an accident? Why did he get in an accident? We'll never learn. Um, that could have something to do with those erratic sort of shots and the cuts of him driving at the end of the previous minute, but it's kind of tough to say. So anyway, anyway, um, there's not much going on in this minute. Uh, we get the end of the credits and then the discovery of the body and this, this weird moment here. I mean, the, the, guy, the faces of the guys that you see as the camera pans over them is great. And it's not like it's a, um, it's very much a Jess Franco style pan. You know, it's not a controlled Scorsese style camera movement. It's very much like, oh, now I'm looking at you. Oh, now it's you, now it's you. So it's, uh, and it's... You know, we had the, this crazy monster. There's a woman screaming about this woman being dead. There's this dead guy with no hand. There are these weird-looking people. There's an accident. There's a what's going on. And I think the movie is going to do throughout most of it. It's going to give us a whole lot of what's going on. And that's not a bad thing. So I'm, I, I guess I'll leave it there. There's, there's really not much to say here for this episode. So it's a short episode. But things will st get cooking now because the credits... Well, the credits aren't done in Blackenstein, um, but they are done here. So we will see where we go to next. So thank you, everyone, for listening. This was 70s Friends of Frankenstein, Episode 4. Join me for Episode 5 very, very soon. Listen to this. thought the episode was over but as i was recording the audio for frankenstein 80 i realized something is that don't think you're more clever than the filmmakers sometimes you are more clever than the filmmakers but but a lot of times things that and i uh, uh, things that you think are a goof or 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 like huh they they make sense in their own way frankenstein 80 has a moment in here two moments in here one and this is my stupidity. The woman I thought was the same woman yelling who seemed to be in two different places is two different women who just look rather similar. The second one yelling is at the auto accident. Now, why she's screaming at that point, that poor man? And because she's, you see her screaming and then it cuts as, as it sort of cuts to the, uh, the man with not much of a hand having his pulse checked by a doctor. You, you hear like a, the screaming of that poor man. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure why they have her screaming, why she's screaming long after the accident when the guy's like on the ground. You know, it's like he's not in pieces or anything. He's, he's just, he's, he's injured. And so why she screams like that, I'm not sure. But it's a lovely sort of segue. It's interesting that the credits end. The first thing you hear is a car crash. Then you see a quick zoom in on. Then you see what? What is it? Let me. Let me. Actually, I'm just going to get it for you here because I, I goofed it once. I goofed it once. I don't want to goof it again. And and I know what you're saying. Hey Dan, um, why don't you just go back and re-record the whole segment? That's ridiculous because most of the segment is credits, and I'm trying to um trying to admit here that I goofed it. So let me just let me just I'm just going to look at the scene. Um, we're going to look at from the, the last shot, the last moment of the credits to the shot with the guy's pulse being checked. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to go through it real quick and just tell you that the movie's doing something clever, something weird with the sound and the, and the images. And, and just give me a second. So they actually do a beautiful job of, you, you hear a car crash begin. You hear the screech, squeal of tires as you see the director's credit. And then they really do a great job of sinking 
the cut to the dead woman on the steps with the first crash noise, and then the camera zooms back hard and fast yeah um uh as the second crash hits and then you cut to the woman screaming with her hands over her face and the camera zooms in on that you might hear that going there and it cuts to the dead woman and it cuts to the woman screaming and then it cuts to the dead woman and then it cuts to the other woman on the accident site and actually i got it wrong again she's not screaming the way it cuts in it makes it seem like the second woman is screaming for a moment, but it's a, it's really weird sound. And that that woman is just kind of like rubbing her face, going that poor man. And then it cuts to the man having his pulse checked. But it's really weird. Um, it's really weird and interesting sound. I mean, because the the intercutting of what does this woman who was killed by this big brute guy have to do with this guy who's missing most of the fingers off of a hand? who we saw in the beginning, listen to the Schwartz serum thing, crash, now in a crash and seems to be near death. What does all this have to do with anything else? I mean, I just, it's such a weird moment. I don't really know if the film does that again, but just think about it. Like, the credits are ending, director credit, all of a sudden you hear squealing of tires, it cuts to the dead woman, and right on the cut, crash. Smash, zoom it back. <laughs> another crash cut to the woman screaming body dead woman screaming body dead screaming goes into the second woman with her hands on her face screaming stops that poor man and then it goes into the the pulse being checked and get him in the ambulance quick it's really clever and it's really it's also really strange they sink the car crash to the shot of the dead woman, but the dead woman wasn't killed in a car. I, I just, I'm going to stop talking out because I think, I think I've gone a bit overboard on this. But I, I just want to say that if you listen to my actual discussion within the body of the episode, I sound a bit. <laughs> Look at this dumb thing they did. Why did they do this? They're doing something clever that I missed, and I, I hope I don't do that a lot. Miss, miss the clever stuff. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you. So let me play you nothing. And uh, silence from here on in. <laughs> 